to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to Tough Love Tuesdays. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and today is going to be kind of a dual episode. First off, I want to talk to you about a a topic that Valerie and I are going to be talking about on Friday. And it's about this idea that we think that when we're injured, we shouldn't move. Like, oh, I got to stop. I got to, I got to put my foot in a cast or I've got to put my foot in a boot or I've got to um, stop working out because I hurt my back. And what I want to challenge you to think about is the fact that you still have to move. You still have to go to the bathroom. You still have to possibly get up and go to the bedroom unless whatever it is that you did like requires you to not move and you have to be, you know, cared for. Right. Um, if it's a pulled muscle, if it's a strained muscle, if it's a, um, spasm, whatever's happening, most of the time, you can still move. Even if it means I got to hop on one foot, I'm going to hop on one foot to get over to where I need to go. And then I'm going to get my drink and then I'm going to try to hop back. Right. The point is that your body is a fantastic organism and, and it has blood flowing through it and you've got skin and muscles and it's, they're recreating, right? So your skin sloughs off like every 21 days. So your entire body recreates itself on a, on the skin level every three weeks. And then your muscular and your tendons take about six months. So if you've pulled something and you don't do anything for six months, it will recreate it will like regenerate itself because that's part of the human condition, but it's going to regenerate itself around that scar tissue. It's going to make itself harder. Even your bones will get, um, will adapt to your environment. Okay. That's why they talk about, uh, astronauts that go um, up in space, that they come back with less bone density. The same happens here. When you're running, you're building up your bones ability to hold your weight. Okay. So what I want you to think about is this idea that if I'm regenerating my bones and my muscles and my tendons and my skin, if it's constantly regenerating, why would I want it to regenerate around a flawed muscle or a flawed tendon? I would want to break up that fascia. I would want to make sure that that muscle, it it might be a little wounded. It might be like a bruise, like you get on your skin, but you want to go ahead and get the blood running back to it, right? That's why they talk about ice and then heat and elevation. What they want to do is they're trying to get the heat to it, right? The heat causes your, um, the blood to flow to the spot, and then they want to cool it down, reduce the inflammation, and then they want it to be so that the, um, you can get the blood flowing back out of it, back into the heart. And then the heart can, uh, take it back into say your foot or your hand or whatever you're doing. So I want you to start thinking about your body as an entire unit. So if you're putting something, your wrist, your leg, something, and you're trying to say, I'm not going to use my foot. It's got plantar fasciitis. I'm not going to use my ankle because it's, um, it's tender. I'm not going to use my wrist because it's feeling tender. You're now taking your wrist and making it no longer a part of your entire body, but you still need your wrist. You still need to work. So how do you modify your movements? so that you can still get the gist of the movement without hurting your wrist. 
And this is something that we talk about a lot in RunRx because so many of our members come in injured. And right now, if you've been following us, this is part two that I wanted to talk to you about. We're doing a virtual clinic that starts this Friday. So if you couldn't make it to our clinic in June and maybe you're out of the country, you can't fly in, it's just too expensive, it's too much. This is an opportunity for you to work with Valerie over basically roughly seven days. It's like three days of training where she's going to take you deep into what is pose, fall, and pull. Pose day one, fall day two, uh, and pull day three. And then she's gonna give you four days to drill and practice and ask her questions, right? And you're gonna get an opportunity. I'm gonna talk you through some of the mindset stuff that comes through and I'll talk to Valerie about it. We'll ask, ask the questions and we'll answer it. Like, why do I feel so crazy when I do this? Why do I think that everybody's watching me when I'm doing my drills, right? We can talk through that as a group. And if nothing else, you'll be able to walk away with a deeper understanding of what you've been following on the RunnerX podcast and on our RunnerX channels. But what I want you to realize is that you can do this even when you're injured. You can come in and work with us because all you have to do is say, hey, um, I've got a bad foot or I've got um, a tight hip and she will modify that drill for you. It doesn't mean you don't do the drill. It doesn't mean I don't do my burpees just because I'm not fit enough to go all the way to the ground, thrust my legs out and then jump back up. What I do is I have a box and that box is either 12, 14, or 16 inches. If I'm not feeling it, I'll do it at 16 inches. If I've been working out and I'm feeling pretty strong, I'll go down to 12 inches. And the goal is with every workout, with every time I do the burpees, that I'm going to get lower and lower and lower and get back down to the ground where I was a couple of years ago. Same is true for push-ups not really great with push-ups. So what I do is I put a band on my hips that are attached to the rig. And so that when I push myself up, the band helps my body weight. It helps grab some of my body weight so that I'm not pushing my entire body weight. And that's actually much better form than if I do it on my knees. And that's why a lot of people say, well, do it on your knees. Cause then you're only taking like 60% of your body weight. The same is true with say using a band. Let's say you can't put a lot of pressure on your, on your leg. So you go into a band, you, you put that leg that's, that can't have a lot of pressure on it and you go into pose and then you just work on feeling the fall in pose. And maybe you try to do a change of support, but it's not all the way. There are so many ways we can modify working on squats, working on lunges, working on other movements. Plank is a huge one that would like, you can do a plank on one foot. When I was doing my burpees today, my arm was hurting me. Um, and so what I did was I moved my hand into the center. Now I can't quite do a burpee on one, on one hand, but I let the other hand rest at like probably only 25 or 30%, but the vast majority of my weight was on the one hand, but because it was in the center, I was able to hold my weight. And those are modifications. And I want to let you know that those modifications are okay. They're they're good for you. They're part of what that, that wrist as it's healing, as I'm holding it is going to get stronger with each movement I do. So I would like you to seriously consider coming into this virtual clinic. It's only $37. You can come in and you can get everything and you can ask those questions. And if you need to modify, 
she'll modify it with you. We also have some bonuses that you can pick up and you can get access to some of these modifications and the, and the uh, drill, the skills that you need to do to help you work through. Like, how do I, you know, you say my calf hurts and you say to find the knot, but how do I really do that? She's going to take you through some self-care things that you can use and do to help work on that calf or work on that foot or your hips or uh, a, a unsung hero is the shoulders and neck. As runners, we tend to hold a lot of tension in our shoulders and neck, and you need to work on that to loosen that up, to loosen your arms, to hold yourself in pose and be able to uh, carry your weight when you're falling. So I would love for you guys to join us on the virtual clinic this week. If you uh, want to know more about it, go to runnerx.fit and you'll see it right there. It'll enter the work with me. It'll take you right to the virtual clinic. You can find out all about it. You can add it to your calendar and you can be part of the Facebook group and you can get access to this teaching live and basically in it's virtually in person. It's as close to in person as we can get to it in our technology age. And you'll even be able to ask me about mindset questions, about fear questions, about issues of, of, are you enough? Are you, should you do this race? Um, maybe you need race strategy con, um, concepts. You're, um, thinking that you need to start all over, or you're, uh, maybe too tall to run or too big to run, or you have bad arches or whatever the case may be, whatever those what ifs are, let's talk about them and let's see, are they really true? Because I can tell you there are runners of all shapes and sizes, and it can definitely work for you because it's worked for them. Okay, guys, we will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 